BKN episode 252. Kyle? I don't know. I'm just saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Woody? I've been watching a YouTube channel, uh, a, a, a fresh one. I started out watching LA Beast, who's the guy who does like eating competition stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got frustrated with him quickly. Like, no offense to that guy or somebody like Furious Pete. They're, they're, it's impressive what they do, but they fail a lot. Like, sometimes it seems like they're taking on a challenge so insurmountable that it's clickbait. Oh, wait. But they, so this is compared. I, I had my mind set on the MRE type stuff that you enjoy. Ah, no, no. This is quantity eating this is like it's under the same umbrella as his food obsession right now it's it's like it's like those places that are like hey we've got a 78 76 ounce steak if you eat it you get it free you know and your wall Mm -hmm. on the uh, your picture on the wall the uh these guys do that and uh and furious pete and uh and ellie beast is who i've been watching he fails a lot and i was Mm -hmm. i was really getting pissed off i was like i clicked this because you said you were gonna eat 10 (laughs) gallons of ice cream but I think you just said 10 gallons so that I'd click this because clearly you can only eat half a gallon. I can eat half a gallon. All right? This is bullshit. And, but that led me to a man named Randy Santel. Six foot five, 270 pounds. That's he not wears, fat. He wears a that shirt fat. that says, I lift to eat. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks like a normal sized man when he's sitting at the table. But that's because he's not sitting. He's on his knees next to the table, and he looks like a normal-sized man sitting in a fucking chair next to the table. Mm. He has, <laughs> I, I'm, this isn't the exact number, but he has over 700 food victories where he's traveled the world. <laughs> Vic, he call, that's what he calls them. <laughs> he, he's traveled the world breaking these records. Like, like anywhere who has like the biggest chili cheese dog in existence, and they're like, hey, if you can eat our chili cheese dog in 30 minutes, you get $500, your picture on the wall, and a free T-shirt. He'll travel there. He, does, he did an entire UK tour of like Scotland and Ireland and, and, and England, and everywhere he goes, he wins. He's like George St. Pierre. He's lost <laughs> a couple of times, but he always comes back and avenges the loss. He's he, like, like if he vomits or something, he's like, well, we're back. Yesterday, <laughs> I wasn't able to finish off this eight-pound chili cheeseburger, but... I think that's because I had all those waffles for breakfast. Why, today. why is he on his knees? Dude, I love that he he's so big he can't sit in the goddamn chair. I love that all you need to do is drop a challenge and a lame prize like picture on the wall and he'll come. I'm going to take this guy on. He'll be like, what? That's just a normal sized bowl. And I'll be like, no, this chili sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful, I swear. You'll never finish a bowl of my wife's chili. <laughs> that's the challenge that'd be, that'd be it. I liked your idea Kyle of where you're like man uh, the LA Beast said there was going to be 15 gallons of ice cream and then he ate two and that was it I think it'd be funny for someone to make a whole trolling channel where it's like <laughs> eat 10 American cheeseburgers in two, two minutes and you get like one bite in you're like ah this is just isn't very good <laughs> And he's just not today. Stop. He's just, I lost. Today. Not feeling it today. I lost. This guys. is lost number three hundred twenty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> like and subscribe. I'm looking at this one right here, where he eats a ninety-two ounce steak. I'm just watching it on on silent. Yeah. And it's an enormous steak. But the funnier part about it is that he got six sides with it, his it, steak. It, that's the challenge. He got like, like some. Five, <laughs> some of these challenges, it'll be like 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 they clearly don't want anyone to ever beat it. Link so it'll be Taylor. like, yeah, sure. So they'll they'll be like you have to eat this ninety six ounce steak, but it comes with half a pound of macaroni and cheese, a side salad, a quart of gravy, three pounds of French fry. Like a it comes with all potato. these sides. Yeah. yeah, they're all part of the competition. The sides, like he's not eating anything that he doesn't have to eat. I saw the man eat a one hundred and fifty ounce milkshake yesterday. Oh, that sounds awful. The rules were you couldn't pick up the glass, so he had to use a garden hose. He's not like his technique does not stress chewing. I'm no. noticing here. Like just he's no. shoving it. Like he's he's not taking any time between the bites, just straight down the gullet. One chew and gone, it looks like. Yeah, Those some sides of them are, are t- enormous. I didn't appreciate when Taylor said it came with sides that it was like family size. A, a bowl of sides. Yeah, that is four servings of mashed potatoes, maybe yes. three. He so Munchies, which is a, a YouTube channel I think that's devoted to like food related stuff, did like this story on Randy a, f- a couple of years ago 
Uh, he was just starting on a, like a UK or European tour. And his story is really touching. He was very overweight as a kid. And uh, then he got into football and he sort of got into shape and, and, and slowly, like, like a lot of people get into YouTube, he got into YouTube. And this is his dream now is to do this for a living. And so he's got this, uh, this website devoted to it. He sells merchandise and stuff. And um, he, he had this really sad moment where he was like, you know, you know, nobody wants me, you know, I, I'm never getting married, but so it was, I got this wedding ring I wear. It says married to my dreams. Mm. And I was, and I went, that's really sad. And and then he went and ate like 18 baked potatoes or something. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we all have different dreams. Uh, This guy is want to get colon cancer. (laughs) (laughs) This guy just doesn't have a good relationship with food. No, I mean, he seems like he's turned his relationship with food into a very good thing. Like well, he's got yeah. three quarters are these, are of a Are these mil? the same people? Is this the guy I'm yeah. watching that's yeah, yeah, married yeah. to himself? Yeah, yeah oh. Randy Santel. He looks like he's he's a tall, decent he's looking guy. Like yeah. that that yeah. that gives you so many dude. If you're six five and you bitch moan and complain about being forever alone, one of these right up <laughs> your ass. Because of what he does. One yeah. of these, two of these. Really? Does that chase off women? Women put up with a lot of shit. I did see one yeah. thing where they were like, there was some, he had like some hot, <laughs> hot, 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 he had some hot fangirls like, like hanging out with him. He, he, he like walks away from talking to him or whatever. He goes, those girls were fucking hot. <laughs> I, was, I was like the first time I'd ever seen him curse. Cause he's pretty like vanilla in his, in his videos. He doesn't curse. All right, or today's challenge is I'm going to eat 50 pussies in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he has this, he has this ritual before he eats. He, cr- he does like the Catholic. He crosses himself. Is he praying? And, I, I, I'm, sh- I'm yeah. actually showing his video to people on mute. Yeah, he does like a, you know, sort of, he doesn't say any, like, like father be with me or anything stuff, but he, he crosses himself. He does this thing and he flips his hat around backwards. And forever I wondered, what the fuck is he flipping his hat around backwards for? And why does it say Atlas on it? Well, apparently, if for those of us who have seen the Sylvester Stallone movie over the top, where he is a professional arm wrestler, Sylvester Stallone has an alter ego. And when he flips his hat around backwards, he is activating his alter ego, who he was unbeatable. And so that is what this guy is doing. When he flips the hat around, he is becoming Atlas. He is no longer Hulkamania. He's entering a state of Hulkamania (laughs) where where no food item may stand before him uneaten. I'm sorry. It's it's quite entertaining. He's got 750,000 subscribers. He's got um great views I don't know on how his videos. Yeah, he yeah. does pretty well on the views. Like 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 you know, one day ago and he's got 60,000, four days 148,000. But there's a lot of long tail that's going on here. Mm. Yeah, all these challenge videos have to be the <gasps> best for long tail. Cuz like somebody who ate a, a 5 foot wide pizza in 2007 people will still watch that i watched a bunch of these the other day um i he 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 had this he went to like the czech republic to do uh eating competitions there i think maybe it's like the only national sport those fucking people have and that and powerlifting (laughs) that and powerlifting so like he had this little bitty guy with him and of course he's he's a big guy so maybe this guy is like five foot nine 140 pounds not but he looks like a child next to Randy. And I'm just like, oh, here we go. He's brought in somebody to lose next to him. Like, like they're both going to try to eat this enormous. And then I was like, oh, wait, wait, no. Oh, God, the little man can go. And the <laughs> little man immediately rips apart the six-pound hamburger and just grabs the beef with two hands and starts eating it like a beaver chopping a tree <laughs> down. And they both finish this, un- this, this burger that had never been eaten before. I, after watching enough of these videos, I think he can eat about nine pounds of food in 45 minutes. That seems to be about what he can do. That That's, coincides that with impossible. my theory that calories in, calories out is not a perfect thing. I suspect if you eat nine pounds of food, you don't actually gain nine pounds of weight. I mean, in the short term, of course. But. Yeah, I, or, or you don't absorb the seven or 8,000 calories that, that come along with it. Right? Um, is there precisely. something to that, or is that insanity? What do you guys think? I think there's something to it. I, like, like, you know, you're, we're not, perf- we're not perfectly Probably. efficient machines. 
Um, I, I think that's true with everyone. Like, the, like even if you just eat one calorie, you probably don't absorb one calorie. Chael Sonnen was in, talking about his weight cutting today. I know this isn't exact parallel, but um, he drank too much water, right? It, it, on purpose. He drank a gallon a day, and then he steps it up to two gallons a day, and he's up to three gallons of water a day. Now, I, I did a gallon a day for a while, and I found that to be very difficult. I found that to be too much water. Three gallons a day is outrageous, but UFC fighters sometimes do that when they cut weight because right out of the gate, they can lose like 10 or 15 pounds. Your body's just throwing water away like there's no tomorrow, expecting yeah. it to be bringing in water, but you've stopped it. You've tricked it. Back to the food. If you eat nine pounds of food, your body must get into some sort of state where it's like, I could poop out undigested food. You know, I, I could send this through. I, I, we just, the, our main priority is getting this out the back end, not getting every calorie out of it. He, uh, he takes this colon cleanse stuff that like completely empties out his digestive system after every meal. And he, uh, he, he only eats the one, if he's doing a challenge, he just eat that. He just eats that for the day. Like, like that's his. Oh, that's it. That's all he's eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, he's not yeah. going to go home and he's have not dinner. He's not coming back for more. You want to start um, hungry, and I doubt he's hungry after. His techniques. These food challenges look terrible. Some of them look delicious. Um, yeah, but like some, uh, 24 ounces of that steak looks delicious. Yeah. I imagine by ounce. is a lot. Don't, like, it don't is you a get lot, six or eight ounces of steak typically? I was just thinking like a, <laughs> no. a huge like porterhouse-sized thing that I... That, that's like the most. I if would I'm getting a big boy steak, it's gonna boy. it's gonna be a pound and a half of steak. Wait, if, that if is 24 ounces. Yeah, 24 ounces. So Maybe a lot it, of porterhouses are like 21 ounces, 24 ounces, 20. What, ounces what in the in fillet world, ballpark. like fillet mignon? Oh, like, like nine to, not like around nine to 12 ounces. Fillet, I'm fine with like eight to 10 ounces because it's so much richer mm -hmm. than than whatever cut of meat this is. I don't know my so. steak very well, but if fillet is on the menu, I order that because I always like it. Yeah, I like I've it. mixed. I, I used to do that, and uh, but I've mixed it up over the last couple of years, and I've, I I like all the steaks. I just ordered some veal uh, t bones, uh, mm. so those are on the way. I've never had veal t bones, but I'm excited about this, tasting all that suffering. But yeah, this guy <laughs> uh, is is just incredible, and I. <laughs> it's the fear that makes it taste so good. It's the fear and the suffering. Yes, and yeah, the and and the and the. Uh, yeah, the loss of the mother. Like, like, like the, mm. she's probably just on the other side of the farm, and then he's just chained up in you that little dog house. Like their cries back and forth. No, nah, don't move the, don't move their mother away. Make it so they can see her. <laughs> <laughs> Bring her over here. I'm gonna slap her around in front of the little. Not too close now. <laughs> now, now bring in one of the bulls who they know isn't their father to fuck their mother <laughs> oh, in front of them. <laughs> Oh, hey, this is Taylor's farm, the cruelest place on earth to be a cow. Here, and here's the science of it. It releases delicious uh, compounds when you scare them. That's why we got the ring playing and lots of scary movies all the time in the middle of the area. You know, I, I have different ones. This is a this is a 30-day aged, was watching the Babadook when we killed it, and it's one of our top sellers. So you can get some <laughs> <laughs> We've kept this goat in the wolf pen its entire life. They just <laughs> circle it day and night, day and night. Mm, that's gonna be some tasty juicy. goat. Juicy. That's the that's the abject terror. A whole life of terror. <laughs> My, here, here at Taylor's Farm, these animals don't know complacency. They only know fear. <laughs> they come when they come out of there. I've got one of those spooky masks on as I'm birthing them. I yell at them. I scream at them. I call them racial epithet. <laughs> they don't even apply. They don't even apply. That's more for, for my enjoyment. Than <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just love the idea of him slapping the mother cow around. <laughs> I like the idea that he's calling them like N-bombs and K-bombs. And the cow is like, it doesn't even hurt. <laughs> this part just more confuses him. <laughs> um, Calling a cow a Chinaman to his face. <laughs> they don't know what to expect. <laughs> I have a topic from Reddit's relationship advice subreddit. Have you followed this one, Kyle? Uh, uh, oh, okay. I've never looked at that forum other than when you guys have linked it. Dude, so every so often at Reddit, there'll be like a relationship advice post that goes viral, right? Mm -hmm. You guys might remember, I think Jenny wanted to meet just for kisses and that became like a Reddit meme for a long time. 
this one might approach that stage and the guy's asking for help. And uh, I don't know. So it, it, it's about a three-minute read. So just get comfy. Here we go. Sure. My wife and I have been married for three years together for six. She's always been one of the most amazing people I've ever met. No huge fights. Love languages match up. We're both fairly active people, which has been why I've always had such a strong relationship for so long. That's why this is difficult for me. We've both been doing pretty well in our careers the last few years. She's in marketing. I work independently as an IT consultant, allowing me to set my own hours and be pretty flexible. We decided that we should start a family. Her most likely keeping her job full-time and me scaling back to part-time. We've been anxious but excited to have our own kids. Long story short, short, I was diagnosed with azoospermia last December. Blockage in the pipes just meant that I, was producing, I, was, I wasn't actually producing any sperm when ejaculating. It's curable with surgery, and we finally got it scheduled for July. She has a high sex drive, and so do I, and we've been very active, but there's no way I could have gotten her pregnant. She missed her period this week. I couldn't imagine that she might actually be pregnant, right? The babies are bottled up until we get the blockage out. She took three tests, though, and they're all positive. I was stunned because this shouldn't be possible. She's never been unfaithful to me in the past and never given me a reason not to trust her. I'm not the jealous type, but I'm stuck. The doctor said this couldn't happen, and I can't believe my wife would jeopardize the future we've been so excited for over some fling when we have a great emotional and physical connection. My wife is ecstatic. She's given no indication of any guilt or any worry that she may have cheated. She's so excited when she first found out she didn't... Ex- uh, she's so excited that when she first found out, I didn't express my worries then. But she left for work, and now I'm completely torn. What if she did cheat? Looking back, there are a few tiny things that didn't seem to be an issue for now, have me racking my brain for clues. Her job often has her taking clients out for dinner, and it's not uncommon to get back later in the evening. She definitely has had a busy last few months, but that's not uncommon for her job. She always wears one of the same two perfumes, but she came back one night smelling completely different. I remember seeing a text message on her lock screen of just a winky face, a different time, but assumed it was one of her girlfriends. Fuck, man, I don't know what to do. I set up an appointment on Monday to see if there's any chance it could be mine. If it's mine and I accuse her of cheating, I feel like the world's biggest asshole. But she's been coming home in a few hours, and I don't know what to say to her. I can't stop thinking of the small things that may have been her cheating, and I just don't see it. Do I wait for the doctor's appointment Monday before talking to her, or do I bring these insecurities up? And there's an update. Uh, Yeah, read the update before we give our our hot takes. uh, Okay. First, I wanted to thank for everyone who reached out and offered their stories about similar. I can't believe how many people are told they're completely sterile and end up having kids anyway. I took a lot of what you guys said to heart. An ex of mine from a few years ago was cheating on me, and it really left a scar for a while. It wasn't until I got more involved with sports and getting in better shape that I was able to move on. My wife and I actually met in a soccer league we were in together, and we've had so much trust for so long, I thought those fears had gone away. It wasn't until now that I really started to feel shaken like that again. But I didn't want to let my past get in the way of what could be such a huge blessing. A few people really articulated the right way to communicate my feelings, and it wasn't accusatory and respectful of my wife. In a way that wasn't accusatory and respectful, whatever. Who's never been giving me any reason to doubt her. It's not uncommon for her to sometimes be home late and she'll usually go straight to bed. I didn't want to dump this on her immediately and give myself a night to sleep on it. I got up being pretty restless, went for a run, cleared my mind, couldn't wait any longer. I made our favorite omelets and told her I needed to talk to something. <laughs> talk to her about something. She leads with, you know I'm not Ashley, right? She knows me well. Ashley's my ex who cheated. So first I apologized. I apologized because I let this build up in my head for so long without talking to her about it sooner. What should have been a blessing has been nothing but insecurity and fear. We talked for a while. I told her how happy it made me to see her ecstatic and excited for the baby. I told her how much I love the relationship we built together, how I felt like an asshole for questioning her loyalty. She had never given me a reason not to trust her, but I still couldn't emotionally get over the thoughts of infidelity because of my ex. She thanked me for telling her knew how hard it was for me to get over that, and volunteered to have us get a paternity attest right when he or she is born, which made me feel a lot better at first. Still, something felt off. I honestly don't know why. Something about how she was so eager to get a paternity test and almost not mad at me at all for having kept this from her. Normally, she would have been upset that I didn't bring it up right away. paranoid. (laughs) 
but <laughs> so there was just a weird feeling I couldn't shake for the rest of the day. It seemed like she was saying all the right things, but couldn't get rid of this clawing feeling inside my head. Maybe I'm just being paranoid. Maybe there's a gut feeling I need to listen to, but I ended up going to the appointment alone as we decided it would be good to see if I still needed the surgery. Turns out it's obstructive azoospermia. I read so many posts and stories about how we're supposed to be infertile getting up pregnant. I brought up that and how my wife's pregnancy was affecting me. The urologist thought it would be pretty unlikely that I wouldn't need to have surgery to get a kid with how mine is presenting itself. He mainly tried to skirt to another topic and mostly pushed me towards making sure she was actually pregnant. Remember, three positive pregnancy tests. Being there didn't really help. It just made it feel like more uncertainty. She had another at night out being to 8.30, and we talked about scheduling an appointment to verify the pregnancy when she got home. She seemed confused, but then quickly agreed. She promised to do it in the morning. I asked how work had gone. She gave me a non-committal answer about her boss pushing her too much and stressing out. There's nothing huge there, but she just seemed off. I couldn't put my finger on it. We were acting all lovey-dovey, but something seemed wrong. And I couldn't talk about it without repeating the same conversation. I've been trying to throw myself into work and distract myself. We have a joint checking account. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> Sometimes is we'll move money in and out of it. But really, we just use it for groceries and half household Suddenly items. Suddenly, $435 went missing. <laughs> yeah. So this morning, she moved half of the account to hers. About $1,700. <gasps> we don't do that. She's never needed to before. I checked our healthcare portal, and she made an appointment for the one time on Thursday I mentioned I was busy working on site. We were supposed to go together. I'm starting to go crazy. How do I bring this up that isn't just me having the same conversation again? I'm looking into getting a second opinion myself, but I need a litmus test from outsiders to know if I'm losing it or if this seems weird to someone else. And uh, that's about where it stands. His doctor said... Ooh. She's probably Shit. not pregnant. There's no way it could have been yours. She's taken money out of the account. And um, yeah. Yeah. So her, um, she's totally gotten uh, knocked up by somebody and now she's going to abort it. Uh, and, uh, and, that's, and, and she's had that plan. Why 1700 That's so much more. Um, that is a lot for an abortion. Uh, I will say that. So actually, I so that... Not... Can I interrupt you? That yeah. thought process popped up in this thread a lot in the comments. I've been uh, invested in this poor guy's life. <laughs> and uh, um, in some locations, an inexpensive abortion will be around 200 250 And an expensive abortion will be around $700. Um, so $1,700. I mean, unless she needs three of them, she should, like, it's a weird amount. Now, other Triples. people are like, Dumping half of the account into your own is advice that sometimes people get when they're expecting a divorce. Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, she's doing something sneaky with that, and she knows it's something that's going to upset him. I think Kyle and I, we made eyes the second that the boss thing comes up. I think that she's fucking her boss, and she got pregnant, and this guy, although he comes across a bit of a loon, uh, is probably not just paranoid. Like, th this is... Something's going on. A Something's lot of signs, on. especially after the, the money getting taken out of the account. That's that's I, beyond fishy, dude. And then to schedule it the one time that he couldn't be there. Yeah, yeah I don't doesn't and, You know, the pieces aren't GPS, falling into place. You got to follow this this lady around. You got to get one of his GPS trackers. Boop, you got to like get under a car. Like, like what's that De Niro movie, Cape Fear? You're going to yeah. have to really, <laughs> you're going to have to dig in deep because you got to know. Dude, like, so that, Taylor called him a bit sucks. of a loon. And I can see where that perspective comes from. But is he a loon if he's right? Because it seems like he might be right. You know, he, he, no, thought, no, this, he, I, he thought this whole, he, he had a gut feeling before the money thing. And then the money thing happens and it's like, well, that's just concrete. That's not gut feeling anymore. That's not weird paranoid suspicions. That's evidence. And it wasn't even like, like he kept saying like, oh, she's never given me any reason to not trust her. It's like, well, you just found out that it's literally impossible for you to produce sperm. and she's pregnant. So that's, that's a tally in the not trusting box like that. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that, that does not make sense at all. You can't, he, and he kept trying to like rationalize that away and say, Oh, it's so ridiculous. But no, he, he's in the right. I think. Yeah. I, I mean, I've yeah. obviously we've all heard of cases. I don't know anything about azoospermia, but we've all heard of cases where infertile people suddenly get fertile, you know, sure, people yeah. who are on the wait list for adoption suddenly have a kid uh, because they, they thought they'd never have to be able to make their own. Um, that 
This poor guy. And he's you. I um, he, his user account is throw away my spermazoa. <laughs> so I clicked on his user account and looked at all his recent posts. You know, so I could find out like which ones. And uh, man, this guy is getting torn up inside. He doesn't know how to um, like, and he's getting some pretty good advice from Reddit. Like for example, he put up there. Can someone give me a basic script for what to say when I call in an hour? And uh, it's like, yeah, this guy's just not fully functioning right now. That's not a bad question to ask. And the guy wrote, hey, honey, I was looking at our medical portal about when might be a good day for the appointment and noticed you booked it for Thursday. That's okay. I'll take some vacation and come along. It's too important to be close to you for that appointment. By the way, I noticed you moved 1700 out of our joint account. Was that for the appointment or something I did? Is something I'm sorry. Was that for the appointment or did I miss something? Um, I'm gonna. Good uh, God, I gotta. I gotta make a throwaway account and jump in on this and start contributing bad advice. <laughs> and be like, you're what you're gonna want to do is, hey whore. You know, you know make you make your make your account. My sperm works fine. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, like hey, this is Cindy's boss, and uh, we're not gonna this, be keeping it. This user. Come to spare is being so mean to me. <laughs> There's a fresh update. She claims she moved the money out in anticipation for the deductible payments she'll have with different visits. I didn't bring up anything else, but she seemed impatient with me. Probably rightly so, and implied we'd have a longer talk when she gets home. Ah, what time zone are you in? When is she getting home? It's, it's seven. When uh, was that? Today? She gets home late, it was remember? today. She gets home late. That's how she gets pregnant. Yeah, I know. Smiley faces late at night. Sorry, my boss was just putting me through hell. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, work's been dominating me recently. <laughs> it's. Uh, I well, wish I work was to... more of a pain in the ass. I wouldn't be pregnant. Yeah, this guy's hearing like how that turns out because I am curious. It it, it it could go either way. It's hard to tell, you know, just from text and not knowing what these people look like or sound like or who they are and all that shit. It's yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's definitely, she's doing some suspicious stuff, but I guess it's, it's weird. She moved that money. That, that's fucking it's weird. weird that and she it's weird. That. She scheduled it at the time where he couldn't go. Yeah. And coming home late all the time from work. Well, and, coming home oh, late all the time. Is it, you know, some people live that life. They Thank do goodness. sometimes, but, uh, salesman in particular, like, Oh, she would, uh, She'd come back home and, you know, she always smelled the same, but th this night she smelled totally different. That sounds like some crazy shit. When he's like, he's like smelling her every night, like taking a spot check. See, <laughs> that part is one of the, the columns of not very good evidence. Yeah. But you smell like sex. I like but you also do get gut feelings for things like that. You can pick up on things that aren't necessarily like, you know, sure. facts. I like that this guy has self-diagnosed himself as a bit of a crazy person right now and he's leaning on reddit people hopefully not taylor to like all <laughs> right give me a script here you know someone tell me what to say i'm i'm going bonkers and i don't want to mess this up it, it something about his writing style his stress comes through here, here's yeah, one bit of advice for him uh i'm sure he's a patron don't go and get advice from reddit why Red would you do that? He's getting Reddit good advice, I do. Reddit is full of retards. Well, no. Well, well, you don't read what the retards write, but but they're... no. Listen to our podcast. Listen <laughs> to three of us, three smart, very smart, <laughs> self-diagnosed smart people. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and uh, yeah, because for every like one little bit of advice. You're gonna get on a place like Reddit. You're gonna get like 50 incel people who are like gonna fucking whores lying. That's a modern like day the skill that's important, right? Like, like I feel like I could ask for advice on how to fly a plane and use the skill set I've developed on the with all my time on the internet to figure out which ones I should listen to. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, there's great advice on Reddit on just about everything. Their comments are the best part. I saw this picture today on. Um, Maybe it was our funny, and it was like the U.S. women's basketball team lined up in the uh, like like the hallway before you go into like the court, next to the, the next to the Ecuadorian women's basketball team. They come up to about the chest mm. of our women. It was and, and the comments. I was like, I gotta see what people are saying, <laughs> and like like it's it's hilarious. The comments are great, and someone tracked down what the score of that game was, and I want to say it was like. 
118 to 38 or something like that. It was Ouch. absurd. It was just a real walloping. They, 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 their shoes didn't even match. <laughs> they really didn't. They didn't match I'll, left to right foot, if you understand. Yeah. Not, not each other, but they just That's had... That's an Adidas and a Reebok. <laughs> uh, so Chael Sonnen retired. Yeah, he needed to. Uh, He's 42 years old. Is he? Yeah. I am. I'm yeah, a bit. He's, he's he's 42, he and like, you know, there's a reason he's not with the UFC. You know, he, the, why he's over there at Bellator, and uh, not they don't have good talent clearly. Um, and, and look, he he it, what? He's a big name, so they're not going to throw him against nobodies. They're going to give him Leota Machidas, and that's Fedor. that's not. I'd like to see him fight. Uh, he did fight. Yeah, Fedor, that too, I, I'm looking at his record. That's why. It yeah, he fought into Fedor. Um, and uh, Quentin Jackson, Vanderlei Silva, Tito Ortiz. That's kind of his comeback. Yeah, he lost to Tito. You know, like like that. That's pretty fucking telling. I bought his explanation on that. So I, here's the thing: he was just talking to T.J. Dillashaw, and uh, they were both sort of. They have Chael had a two year suspension. T.J. Dillashaw's in his two year ex- suspension. And he's like, what are you doing physically? Right? He wants to come back and fight. And he's like, I'll tell you what the mistake I made. Two years seemed like forever. Two years was an eternity. It was never going to happen. He's like, I was in the gym, but I was just kind of going through the motions. It always seemed like the, the real training will come when that two years gets a bit sooner. And I waited and waited and waited. And then when the two years came around, I wasn't in you know, the shape I needed to be to actually come back. He also wasn't on EPO hgh or testosterone anymore true yeah. <laughs> you know who's, who's probably on testosterone right now brett Favre, because he came out today on his instagram and said that he's coming out of retirement to play in the no, nfl no, again. no he didn't no, no he, he did, he did. Today, no. he came out on instagram how old is brett Favre? 71 or wait, 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 take a guess take, don't look it up don't go i'm gonna uh, say uh, 46 ah uh, damn it okay i'll, I'll say 45 I'm going to go 47. He, what he said on his Instagram was, a true champion sticks to his or her calling. I will be coming out of retirement and making my return He's to play in the NFL for the 2020 season. Stay tuned oh, yeah. for more hashtag news. He even used his Instagram like a 49-year-old. <laughs> Hashtagging words that aren't trending. Dude, I hope. <laughs> I can't He's wait. 49. Can't, you That's know, hilarious. Like, like his, last game, his last game was such a letdown. It was it was such what a was his last game. Was he a if unless my memory fails me, I want to say that he was playing for the um, who does Ladanian Tom? Um, was he a Viking that lost in the Viking, playoffs yes. in his last game? Yes, that's exactly what happened. And yeah. not only did he lose in the playoffs, but he threw an air ball like to end the game. Like like it was like he was this close to like just. If if if, that, if, that, if that's a touchdown, then it's legendary status, you know. And I think he goes to the Super Bowl. Then I think that was the NFC Championship game, and it it didn't. It didn't. Uh, yeah, if he comes back, he will be the oldest player in NFL history. Oh yeah, beating out George Blanda, <clears throat> who I who's assume probably was probably a kicker. Yeah, yeah, not a football player, not a quarterback, rather, who's going to get pummeled and break his hip. <clears throat> yeah, you better hope. Hope, hope that whoever picks you up has an incredible uh, offensive yeah. line. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. going to pick him up. They, yeah, they are. So, oh, someone yeah. will pick him up. Some small market team that wants to pull in some more numbers. Some Canadian football team. No, come on. <laughs> Somebody who wants a wants a, a a legend who will stand for the anthem and can <laughs> still sling the pigskin. And he does it all while wearing his Wranglers. <laughs> nice. I, that would be that's the funniest outcome is he's like, <laughs> I'll come back only if I can wear Wranglers. So I, I, I signed on the dotted line, didn't oh, read the contract. Having a hard so, time moving around out though on those Wranglers. Yeah. So <laughs> I, unfortunately, until 2031, this is my look contractually. <laughs> I can't. I looked foolish at my father's funeral. But I was the most comfortable pallbearer there. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's a uh, good. That, I'm I'm so psyched for that. Yeah, I'm down. Are That's you? I, I love old guy moments. Like like I I I watch these like YouTube like 
uh, compilations. Like, like they have topics. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll be like best old guy moments in MMA. Best <laughs> um, old guy um, compilation. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I, I do Those dig are my it. favorite videos. Like, <laughs> You know how old Dan Sever- Severn was when he retired? No. 57. Wow. Dan Severn won his last fight at 57 years old. <laughs> because he didn't set the record. His opponent was 62. Well, no, his opponent was a young guy. Just, <laughs> yeah. Well, like. 13. It was an, he was an amateur, you know, okay. you know, like, and, and he was fighting Dan Severn. Uh, so, you know, it, 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 you might have guessed it. Well, he, he, he after he after he was out of the UFC and a number of other organizations, he he would just he would just fight all these regional like mm-hmm. tournaments and stuff and just travel around because he still liked it. There's something and I like about that. His record is 101, 19, and seven in Thank mixed you. martial arts. You're he goddamn been right, battling for a long time. He's a bad motherfucker. He I want to say Severn fought at that uh, that UFC event in Dothan, Alabama, the one where New York passed the ruling and outlawed MMA. Uh, and they had to move the show in 24 hours. It might have been UFC 16 or something like that. He started uh, his career in UFC 4. Hmm. Okay. In 1994. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Severn's a, a, an interesting guy. And he's he, he's still all there because he, he had a really heavy wrestling style. Hmm. That's what he did. You know, so he didn't take a lot of walloping uh, for his 130 some odd fights that he had. Uh, he's He's still with it. He can still, he's Jeremy he's a bright Horn guy. Is my favorite example of that. That guy, I, I thought actually, oh, he has 119 fights. He's mm. 91, 22, five draws, and one no contest. I guess with 119 fights, you get all the outcomes. Hell yeah. But that guy would fight a couple times a weekend. It was like working out to him. Like, yeah. you know, he'd do a fight Friday <laughs> and a fight Sunday to get some good workouts in. I mean, if you win. You know, handily, like we've seen plenty of UFC fights where it's like, ah, oh, well, fucking let him fight next, next, move the card. Just, just let, let him move up. It, it's another middleweight. Let, yeah. let, let's go. There's somewhere it's like he's only got the same sweat he went in there with. Unless he hurt his hand right there. <laughs> yeah, right. I think he's going to be good. His elbow seems okay. Did I, you guys I, see that? Uh, oh, yeah. OJ Simpson has a Twitter account now. I sure did. I sure did. Uh, so, I, I, I followed him 70, as soon as I figured it out. 732,000 followers already uh, from the looks of this little uh, thing you got here. So, uh, yeah. I he mean, might be the only murderer on... Like, he's probably the most famous murderer on Twitter. Let's do that. <laughs> There's George Bush. <laughs> a lot of, yeah, a lot, a lot of politicians. Oh, <laughs> did you see Angela Merkel today, uh, sh- like, shaking on... Uh, on uh, at that yeah, ceremony? I saw like I, I was scrolling through Twitter Holy earlier shit. today, and like I stopped on it, and like it started like, what what the hell was wrong with her? Was it that bad, it. or was it? Oh like, my god! Oh, oh, there, yeah. There's a point of reference because there's a guy standing right next to her too, who's just standing there normally, and she's shaking so much, like, like add another five percent to that shaking, and it's like she would have toppled over. It looked like a, she was having a seizure. It was, is, is it, it was possible weird. you saw? Was it reliable? I, I'm gonna video? hook you up with a video. Yeah, yeah, it's. I don't know what it is. It's weird. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, they they said dehydration. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try to find. That's this. some serious dehydration. Yeah, it's she's bullshit. also like the leader of the European Union or whatever. So you think they'd have like water she's bottles? About to retire, right? Am I crazy? I don't know. No idea. Ah, uh, yeah. Here we go. This is the, this is the one. I might be mixing her up. OJ seventy one. Damn, he looks good for seventy one. Uh, he has That's a hard time. His, his knees are real bad. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm at zero on this one. Yeah, I'm at zero as well. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I started. I'm, I'm, ready, set, play. Wow. Yeah. You're right about the point of reference guy, like what it does to the video. If people listen to this on audio only, she is doing the jitterbug. I don't know how to describe it. She's bouncing up and down mostly. She doesn't know what to do with her hands. Her, her head is shaking. Okay, so now she's moving indoors behind a podium, and she actually looks pretty normal. I don't know if this is later. Yeah, now she's not shaking. Yeah, she looks okay there. Yeah, I, they I gave her injections. Oh, I have since drank saline. at least three glasses of water. That's what I needed. I'm doing very well now. 
They gave her whatever they gave Hillary when they drug her into that van. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that one, I hope, I hope that one Secret Service agent who caught her and kept her face from hitting the 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 mm. van just straight up boom that dude if he didn't get a big raise i would be pissed. oh no he got reprimanded you know you're never to touch madam secretary <laughs> did you guys see trump give his chief of acting chief of staff a hard time about coughing yes i, I did not did. that sounds funny oh though. It, so george stephanopoulos what do you is do in it? the fucking oval and and trump's trying to defend some collusion bullshit and uh and what was in the Mueller report etc and this guy <coughs> in the back and he's like I'm sorry. He coughed over my answer. If you're gonna <laughs> cough, you can't be in the room. Yeah, dude, he was <laughs> cough. He was furious at it. it I, I, do it again. I'm gonna try and find it. Do it again. Come on. And then he looks at the camera and like like resets, like it was a movie or something. Like he was delivering lines. Like they're not gonna show the whole thing. All right, you want me to take that from the top? <laughs> this fucking retard over here is coughing over the funniest part of my answer. <laughs> so that's what I said to the old man. Can you fucking quit? Yeah, I'm just gonna cough over me. We <laughs> cough did not over like me. that. That's really funny. And it was like, I I didn't realize that was his chief of staff. For some reason, I thought it was like George Stephanopoulos's st chief oh. of staff. Like it, like I'm getting. It's I'm at one fifty eight. Have one. I think in this video. Can we watch it and discuss? Oh yeah, it? it's it's pretty funny. Are you guys ready? Yeah, one fifty eight. Yeah, ready, set, play phony polling information. I explained to you last night that it was phony, but you didn't do anything about it. You should have, but it was late in the evening and perhaps you didn't get a chance. I, 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 I didn't see the piece this morning. I listened to, I've studied those polls. I've heard the explanations. May have I, the wrong ultimately, part. it doesn't matter. But why does it bother you so much? Uh, because it's untrue. Shit, this doesn't seem like the right like part. I'm sorry. I, I was just going maybe? off the preview. Um, information on your opponent. Doesn't happen like that in life. I saw it on Jimmy Kimmel. Elections. It's not an interference. They have been getting yelled right. at for coughing, but by the president. It wasn't just that he got yelled at for coughing. The president was very upset. He was mad. He overreacted to an involuntary thing that happens to every human and perhaps mammal on the planet. And it was it was like the guy ripped a fart or something. He's like, ah, oh, how you can't cough here. And then like he reset once or twice and. The internet goes, went bonkers with it. Um, What's the most high-profile fart ever? Like, like between presidents or something, or like a prime minister, or like generals well, discussing peace, and then well, someone not a fart, a gasser. George H. W. did vomit on the Japanese prime minister. That's that's a high pro. Yeah, that, I can't compete <laughs> with that. I watched. There's a kid who um, he just got rejected from Harvard. He was a pro-Second Amendment kid, but he was in the Parkland shooting. Are you familiar with this? Yep. Yeah. And he was on Tucker Carlson's show, and no one made any comment of it. But I'm like 99% sure he ripped one during the interview. The you, kid or Tucker? The kid. I think the kid. I, and I was watching Tucker's face for a reaction. None. None. But I'm just <sighs> so sure it happened. I, I, do you want me to find it? It's not that long. No, I, I would definitely be in to try and hear a fart on TV. <sighs> that vomit on the Japanese prime minister or emperor, whatever the fuck they have over there, that's a really funny thing, too. That was like the... like 1991 or something. We could watch... Good evening, top Kyle. 10 <laughs> fart scenes on live TV. <laughs> no, that's because they're not real. High profile... Oh, they're real. Oh, they're farts. real. High profile farts. What's that going to return for me? Uh, so embarrassing celebrity farts. Nothing's worse than that, those MMA fighters who have shat themselves, though. That is top notch. Do you see that NBA player? Like in 2008 or something, he got carried off uh, in the playoffs. Yep. And he's like, ah, ah, my ankle, my ankle. And then. For the longest time, people were like, yeah, he left for his ankle, but he came right back immediately afterwards, so who knows? And then, like, this year, he admitted, like, yeah, I'd, I'd poop my pants a little bit, <laughs> but I wasn't about to come out and say that I'd poop my pants, so I faked an injury. I and found... I was like, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> oh. Is April this the 24th? Fart? Why is this... 
Nah, it, it can't be the right one because it's it's too old. It was about the Harvard thing. Mm. Oh. Uh, Kyle Kashev was there that Speaking day. Speaking of... Uh, child Jesus been through or... enough without us mocking him. <laughs> <laughs> no, not if he farted on... Not if he farted on cable news. Then he's... We get to it wasn't even a trip. Absolutely. It was an interrogation. Oh, just like guy. we would have... Think of how funny it would be if Trump just farted loudly like a bassoon. Just to reverberate because he's got all that mass that he's packed on since hopping in the in the office. Actually, <laughs> that's not fair. He he chunked up a ton initially. Now he seems to be maintaining the same level of fat, but it's still fatter than he was like four years ago, for sure. I, I have a hard time telling, right? He has his remember when he wore that ill-fitting tuxedo like three weeks ago, two weeks ago? Um mm -hmm. he no, looked see that. Oh no. So he wore a tuxedo when he visited the Queen. And oh. it looked super terrible it became like an internet meme and it, it didn't fit right and he it's hard to fit him right he looks bad but then other times i agree with taylor like yeah it looks the same as he has for two years now we're such a fat country that like he's super fat and people are still like well you know he's not ridiculous because <laughs> you walk around the streets and you're like jesus <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> speaking of uh, of embarrassing vomit stuff i was at the blues stanley cup parade uh, this past weekend, and mm -hmm. it was a it was a madhouse. I've never seen that many people in the city before, and it it, it was just insane. Like we we left, we got up super super early at like six forty five seven in the morning, and got all ready and got our supply. We already had our supplies, and I went down to a buddy's place who lives near there, and we hopped on the metro, and it got to the point that it was like Japan, where every time the metro would come, that was going to take us to the city, it was already full, and I was like, oh fuck. All right, what we're going to have to do is go to the other side of the platform, ride the metro all the way down to the end, and then loop back into the city. And that it sucked. It took fucking forever, but it was worth it. And once you got down there, it was a really cool energy, a lot of fun. And uh, it was I could, I could barely see the parade. There were so many people. Like, it couldn't even hardly see it. It was still worth it for, for the environment and the energy and everything. So I was stoked on that. But uh, the Blues have a rookie named Robert Thomas, not the lead singer of Matchbox 20, the, uh, the NHL player. And he is 19 years old. And it, they were like pictures on Twitter all day of him like high-fiving people, like tall boys in hand, just getting like really fucked up. Nobody cares because he just won the Stanley Cup. Mm. And he was in like the back of a convertible driving in the parade. And everybody's like, woo, yeah, he and some other player in there. And they're all cheering and, and like catching beers and drinking them. And out of nowhere, he just goes, <laughs> just, just, he's 19 just, right just a just a like, you know like not the i'm so drunk i need to vomit feeling the oh my god i've drank six bud lights in the last 30 minutes because i people keep handing them to me and my stomach is so full of foam kind of vomit he had one of those kind of like the kind you had kyle when you shotgun that beer years and years ago oh my god yeah but it was, was way bad. worse than that because it was just a plume of beer foam all over the place and everybody's like oh he's like sits up he's it indicates that he's okay he's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nobody did he cared. play was, much really did neat. he like he's 19 did he yeah have, yeah he uh, he played some in the regular season uh he, he's a pretty highly touted prospect and so he played mm. on our third line and fourth line quite a bit in the later part of the playoffs and he played great it's great great puck mover good at setting up chances and creating space he got hit really hard by krug in game three and it, and it exacerbated like he had a partially broken wrist. And then I think it fully fucked up his wrist. Mm. Uh, and then we found out that Orion O'Reilly had been playing with a cracked rib since the first round, still won the con Smythe. Uh, Zdeno Chara's jaw wasn't just fractured. It was broken in at least three places. Mm. Uh, Noel Achari, one of the physical players for the Bruins had been playing for since the second round, I think uh, with a broken sternum, which I don't know how you play with a broken sternum. And then, like, of course, so many ankles and wrists. Yeah, up that's, NHL always goes like that. It's like, ah, oh, Tarasenko's not quite as good as I thought he'd be. The day after he's out of the playoffs, Tarasenko in for wrist, shoulder, and knee surgery. He yeah, just, he's like, <laughs> frankly, by end of it, I feel like I, I am literally dying. <laughs> but, you know, I want to win cup. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, was, it was a really cool time. So the, I, I love how hard the, the NHL teams party when they win. I was like they go bananas. I, Brett Hull, all-star, like a Hall of Famer, played for the Blues throughout the 90s. He has been drunk 
for weeks, bef- the night the night before the parade's gonna start, a clip just showed up on Twitter, and someone's like, "Yeah, I, I camped out downtown. It's and at 4 a.m. I heard somebody yelling, and so I looked into the middle of the empty road, and I saw Brett Hall <laughs> wasted by himself, walking <laughs> down, you know, cheering, saying, "Let's go!" Bl-. Oh, the- <laughs> he was so drunk trying to give his like commencement speech at the end of it. You know, there's half a million plus people there. So many people. And uh, I couldn't even get up to see the stage. I was in like a totally different area with a giant TV on city hall or something. And he, he goes, he couldn't get this cheers, right? It's obviously let's go blues. It's let's go canes. It's let's go <laughs> insert team name here. And he goes, we went blues. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he realizes at the end of it, he got it wrong. He's like, we went. Well, we already went, so we don't need to go back anymore. Everybody's like, yeah, we went blues, Brett. Good, good for you. Uh, he's, oh, he's been a joy to watch. Just dude, blackout. I was at the uh, the Canes game. It was one-to-one, I think. And it's like game three of the series for the Stanley Cup. It's the Detroit Red Wings against the Blues. We're winning. You know, we, like I'm playing. But the Canes are winning. They're about to go ahead in the series. It's the end of the third period. With like one minute left, Brett Hull scores the game-tying goal in game three of the Stanley Cup Finals. Skates back. I'm sitting right behind him. In my head, he makes eye contact with me (laughs) and sticks his tongue out at me. Now, I'm sure it was to his teammates or something, but that's how I remember it. Brett Hull fucking... Scored the game tying goal, sends it into overtime, and stuck his tongue out at me. <clears throat> Dick, what an oh. asshole! Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember that fucking asshole. <laughs> stuck my tongue out at him. <laughs> that well, year Santel we went got, wings. Yeah, Randy Santel also from St. Louis, Missouri. So two things you can be happy with. Who is Randy Santel, the eating guy? Oh, oh, be proud. He's probably pretty stoked on the blues as well then. Good probably so. Probably so I became so. A, like an NBA fan this year, and Jeremy Lin has been one of the players that I've always kind of pulled for forever. If you guys don't know Jeremy Lin, uh, he's this Harvard graduate, only Asian dude I can think of in the uh, NBA. And they were, like Lin's sanity was a big thing back when he was in the Knicks, and he was just not a highly touted prospect who for a while became one of the NBA's greatest stars. Last year, he was all set to like have a big role on his team, and he got a major injury in like game one or two. He won it this year. And I guess I didn't realize he literally didn't play a minute in the like finals, like not even a second. He, he was he just rode the bench the entire time. Wow. And now he did an interview today like, do I deserve a ring? Am I even part of this team? I mean, I helped him practice. And it's like, oh, I feel so sad for him. Did he play in the first three rounds? Yes. Not every oh, game. Oh, well, then, he, then he deserves it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, but he helped him get to the finals. He was a piece of the team. He helped him practice. He, like, he's part of the team. He's Jeremy yeah, everybody Lin. He's gets, really Everybody good. gets a ring anyway. Yeah, that's, that's a weird thought to have. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they what do it in, like, <laughs> basketball. Because they don't, they don't etch their names in anything. I'm sure, like, their names go in the Basketball Hall of Fame or something. But they hand out a new trophy every year. And then, at least in hockey, the organization makes their own rings so they can hand them out to whoever they want. So, like, a fucking, you know, uh, accountant might get a ring. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, what? You know what happened to If it wasn't you know, Bob... for the way you sold popcorn, we'd have never been here. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard the story about Bob Kraft losing one of his rings? No. The owner of the Patriots? No, what'd he do? He went to Russia. And he showed Vladimir Putin his gigantic Super Bowl ring. And Vladimir Putin looked at it and he said, wow. You could kill a man with this. It's so big. Then he put it in his pocket and walked away. <laughs> that that is a big dick maneuver, my friend. <laughs> That's pretty I would be like the Wait, Bush but- administration Bush told Bob Yes, this is not made up. The Bush administra- administration told Bo- Robert Kraft it would be better if when asked about this incident, you just said that it was a gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gifted Vladimir Putin a Super Bowl ring because like, we're just pals. You know? So Vladimir Putin has one of Bob Kraft's Super Bowl rings in the Kremlin somewhere. It's like, 
And you just know how homeboy's like, all right, and before we get to, to business today, I have to tell you something happened earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to Kraft. You know, he come from America. Uh, he showed me ring. I say, this so big, you can kill man with this. Look in his eye. Put it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious, Sergey. It's still right here. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just... <laughs> he just took it. He, just he was so fucking pissed. Took it. <laughs> That is like, so funny. Just fucking took it. I wonder if and I'm not like how I feel about that because he does have six rings. He was very upset. Still he though, had, like, where is he now on he the? Get another one. The, the now is the thing because he okay. was like, like only like recently has he come out and talked about it because the Bush administration told him to hush about it because of international relations. Like only recently has he been like, I was really like like. I, um, sentimental about that ring. It had a lot of value to me. You know, this was probably one of the early, I don't know the whole Patriots Super Bowl record or anything, but it was 2004-ish or two between 2000 and 2008, you know? Like, I don't, how many do they win there? Just maybe two, three? Mm. I don't know. They win one every couple of years. Yeah, maybe it yeah. has less value to him now <laughs> that he has like five more. I don't know, dude. That's like, that, it's, it's, it's not like can... he's got... It's a weird them. thing. He's you can like always six. have more done, right? But it, and it's not like it was a wedding ring. It's not like that's the one he wore in the ceremony that the priest blessed. It's just something he bought from Justin's or whatever the fuck. Ah, uh, no. Well, no, they have them like all made at once, but and they're they're not cheap. They're like ridiculously. They're over cheap the top. to like, him. Yeah, that's true. I just don't know how easy it would be for him to have another one duplicated. The Patriots would make him another one for sure. Well, I mean, he, he is owns the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, like yeah, like he just tells where their ring guy is. All right, make me another one. Well, apparently, sure, sure. you know what? Sometimes I lose these. Make two. Like, <laughs> 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 Honey, you taking your ring with you to Yugoslavia? No, 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 never, <laughs> never again to any Eastern Bloc country. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> No, that you never know when some ex KGB thug is going to just rob you in front of cameras and the media. Oh, have you been Taylor? <laughs> have you been up on the Iran thing? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Mostly, it's been hockey for me the past few weeks, overwhelmingly. Oh, but uh, I, I know that uh, they're gonna they're staging some false flag shit like they always do, and it's the usual suspects coming out. The same neoconservatives. Oh, we gotta go to war with Iran. They bombed a fucking tanker with no no structure, no reason, no rhyme to it. It should they just did it at the time where we were on the lookout for it, you know. Wow, that's almost as dumb as Assad gassing people in an attack that had no ad advantage whatsoever on the same day that the UN is there inspecting for chemical weapon use. Oh, woof, man. We fall into a lot of coincidences here in our with our wars. Yeah, I'm, I don't buy any of it. I think it's the same Iraq stuff. I think it's the same Syria stuff. They just want us in another war. Like I don't, I don't trust any of these. Believe. Any of these you fucking wouldn't know yellow cake uranium if if, if 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 it rained into the St. Louis Blues Stadium. All right, these people are keeping us safe. More <laughs> importantly, they're keeping Saudi Arabian oil safe. You should have said right? you wouldn't know yellow cake uranium if they served it to you for your birthday. That would be the line. Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> that would have been, been good. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 it, it's probably. It's it seems a little fishy, but I, I, uh, Taylor says definitely. it with such confidence. Of course, he doesn't have any evidence, but neither do we. Uh, you know, I have history to look at, and this is like they do this all the time to get us involved in wars. One False thing I don't know attack. if you know this part of it, but Japan said that they were hit by a flying missile, and America is saying that it was a mine. And I don't know, you know, a mine from a fucking ski boat, but. The damage is really above the waterline, and that confuses me. Like, don't and they say Iran did it, and Iran, it, as that attack happened, he was with the prime minister of Japan, the president well, of Iran. Well, like, he could have had someone else the president. Do it for him. No, I know. Yeah. I'm saying this, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Going dark. <laughs> it does not make sense at all. I don't buy it. I, I'm tired of these wars, and they just they'll make up anything to get us involved in them. Trump is and sending it's a, thousands the annoying, of troops it's this to the Middle exact East. Same people but in the media. Like Recon guys. Yeah. He's okay. sending uh, intelligence guys and uh, reconnaissance people. Jesus Christ. Okay. About a thousand of them. I don't think those details were in the article. Hope nothing happens to them. <laughs> it, uh... like, you can see so many like side by sides of journalists from like 2002, like who said with <laughs> utmost confidence, Iraq has weapons of mass destruction. We got to get in there. They're going to nuke 
the world. They're going to do this and that. We can't let them do it. We need to get rid of Saddam. We need to get rid of this leader, that leader. And then these same exact people in many instances, 16 years later, writing the exact same types of articles based on still what? Uh, intelligence that we get, this intelligence that never seems to come true, these pipes, these you know gas attacks, the, like all this stuff. It, it just, what, what, even if stuff is happening, why are we involved over there? Which, first of all, is not fucking happening. What incentive does Iran have to piss us off? You know what would get me excited? If they were like, you know what? This oil shit is going bonkers. We're going to invest in an electric infrastructure that doesn't involve so much oil. Well, we, sh- we should do that, definitely. What if they but took it's not the even, trillion it, it, dollars it, it, they're about to spend on a war and put it in, I don't know, windmills or nuclear or solar? Well, it, it's not even about that, I don't think. If, if it weren't, if we were 100% sustainable electric power, we would still be doing the exact same thing we were doing over there. Because Absolutely. a lot of it's to hedge against uh, who we perceive our enemies in the world to be. It's from them gaining away from the you know, regional power. That's, that's what they want to do. <clears throat> so it, We are the main producers of oil in the, in the world. I have heard that. Yeah. yeah we're yeah. the number we're pretty, one it's pretty oil much producer. Yeah. Us yeah. and Canada. But the number one oil whole... producer might be like 18%. Like, it doesn't mean we make half of it or anything. Of course yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it, I don't it's know. It's probably going to go the same way it's always gone. Where I, I mean, actually, like, if they start a war with Iran, like, I feel like too many people think, like, oh, yeah, well, we stomped Iraq. It stomped Afghanistan, you know, ruined those countries for generations, destroyed them. T- just gone. no wonder those people hate us. They it's have a hobby. Good reason, Sometimes you know? we do that, and, and people are like, "Yeah, Iran, just another shitty dirt country that we can bowl over." It's like they have the best natural defenses on Earth. Taylor. They ran a simulation in the early two thousands to see how a war would go versus Iran, and they stopped the war game simulation after one day. Because after one day of the boots on the ground civilization, the U.S. or invasion rather, the U.S. had lost twenty thousand troops. Iran and because Iraq we, are Iran next to each other and practically spelled I, the same. I, I, I don't just know don't why know you think, why you think we're going to land invade them, though. Oh well, I mean, you have to have some boots on the ground. Do you? Yeah, Clinton didn't. Clinton didn't. He no, must be Clinton talking didn't. about uh, the Yugoslavia, like the Bosnia Yugoslavia. Yeah, the Bosnians. It is yeah. just. Just sent Serbo bombers Croatians, over. Bosnians. Seems like you can, you can just you can completely bomb away their infrastructure. What is there like? What, what did Iran even do to us? They like attacked the a Japanese jib. tanker. No, like, they, really. Okay, the like, actual answer I think is they're talking about moving away from the American dollar for oil, and it seems like every time someone talks about that, we drum up some reason to go to war. They finance so a lot of terrorists. So as soon as they talk about that, so they <clears> bomb a ship. <clears throat> They, they finance with, a lot no of terrorist organizations, advantage. too. I mean, so do we. The moderate rebels that we fund, they're just like... They're heroes, Taylor. ...of every single one of those other people. The they're brave Mujahideen yeah, will Taylor. not be yeah, called terrorists, okay? It's like you and never you saw Rambo 3. if you call them terrorists, they will burn you alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are brave and gallant. I, I'm here's the thing and this might be stupid I might not know anything about world affairs because I base it on uh, civilizations but why does China get over there SimCitying for decades for a hundred years while we have to invest all our shit in crossbows and whatnot? I don't know I don't know it's pretty frustrating though right yeah I enjoy uh, this it is, maybe we'll get a nice show this is the I, I don't mean to I try not to be like crazy anti-Trump about everything. I like a lot of things he's doing. I like his trade war with China and a couple other stuff. But this is like, oh man, I wish I had a more like competent global understanding president right now. Shit's getting weird. And I he hasn't done anything wrong. Uh, maybe we'll get a war though. Those are always fun. You know, like, like it's always a good time. That's what the American people probably want. Like mm. it'd be really popular to get us involved in another war. Yeah. I mean, we're already it there. Might, it always is. We're already there. People are done at this point. Like people don't even like the fact we're still in the Middle East now. Like they They do seem more done than before. But I've never seen an unpopular war in my life. Well, it's also because like our views are structured so much from the media, and the media is overwhelmingly right and left. 
incredibly pro-intervention and incredibly pro-war. All they have to like, do is you know, drum up some shock and all bullshit, and we'll all be mm -hmm. rooting for them like our team made the Super Bowl Stanley Cup. Oh, it's so yeah. good. We really know how to put on a show. We'll be glued <laughs> to our televisions watching. I love it. Dude, every oh. war, the coverage gets better. Every war. Right. In reporters, in they have, yeah, it'll be in 4K. They'll have complete faith that our smart missiles will hit exactly where they want. They'll be interviewing retired generals who explain how the fucking Abrams ABC LQB, you know, has more power on its fucking warhead than it's ever had before. And it hits exactly. <laughs> We're going to go through this window and still and take out the bad guy inside without damaging the paint. Or what oh, I love it yeah. when they talk about the machinery. Yeah. Oh, the helicopters and the tanks. Yeah. yeah. How fast uh, can it fly? Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Going. Exactly. They'll be talking about some drone, how long it stays aloft, and what the systems are. Americans will I be love jerking off to if Fox, CNN, and MSNBC. Than like, than like AT, AT style Star Wars walkers. <laughs> if we invented one of those, people would be okay with the war because they'd be like, you know, I'm super against this, but let's. You know, they did put GoPros on all of them, and you can watch it on YouTube. <laughs> if so, they invented that, we'd be the bad the guys, one. Taylor. Can't we invent yeah. something the good guys were? Like, why do we have to have AT-AT cool. walkers and Death Stars? Like, I don't know. It was just something cool. Are we're we just... the baddies? I feel like we're the baddies. <laughs> we're the baddies. <laughs> oh, who cares if we're the baddies? Let's get after it. Yeah, and and I also worry, because Trump, I think, is capable of thinking like this. That he would say, you know, war would be good for my re-election. And it would. You know, the polls have been coming out. I, I know it's so early. It's so early. People put too much emphasis on how Trump's losing every poll. Dude, we don't know anything bad about these Democrats yet. The Buttigieg is going to come <laughs> out and deal Alexandria with... Alexandria Ocasio-Perez said we had concentration camps on the, on the southern border today. Oh, did she not? Didn't yeah. go over well. Didn't go over well? No. Yeah, but she no. can't run for president. She's not old enough. Yeah, yeah, she's not uh, running. That's, th that's true. Of course not. Yeah, um, she's got way too much lipstick on too. That is going to hold her back. Um, I did see that pic that funny picture of uh, Buttigieg drinking like a beer or something next to two other people, being like doing the boilerplate like I'm relatable thing that all of mm -hmm. these people struggle and suck at, and he drinks through a, a glass bottle the way like a seven year old does, where he wraps his whole lips around it. Who does that? Yeah, and See, I was that's what like, I'm saying. Oh, come on. Get, don't drink like that. When, when oh. I hear more of what Buttigieg says, especially let the slips happen. Let let Biden, whatever, grab some woman's tits or like whatever Biden does, um, smell her hair. I don't know. Caress her upper, her bottom teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, you know, and then the, like it always does, the incumbent and the challenger will be much closer than they look right now. Biden's not going to beat Trump by 11 points. That's outrageous. Biden might die. Trump might die. Any of these people could die. Well, most, a lot of them could. They're all old as shit. Or most yeah. of them are old as shit. A lot of them, yeah. Biden, Trump, Warren, and Sanders. Sanders? Yeah, they're all very Bernie's old. almost fucking 80. Warren yeah. looks good for her age, but I think she's pretty old. Yeah, she's not going to get elected. I think she's like she looks like early fucking 70s, Janet Reno. late 60s. <laughs> um, 69. Oh, and her birthday's in like four days, so call her 70. Oh, well, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. All these, I can't say the words, Sagittarian running yeah. against each other. What, what are the, how do the Cherokees celebrate birthdays? Scalpings. <laughs> the scalpings. Dude, y'all gotta watch be like, you can't show. do that. You know, he just flips over another batch of hair. Yeah, just, <laughs> like, I'm scalp proof. <laughs> Try again, you dumb bitch. I've been preparing <laughs> for this for 20 years. <laughs> uh, well, we're long over time. Do you guys uh, want to wrap? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm going to make some food. All right. PKN 252.